Hi, I'm Larry, and this is Larry's Sort of Fun Stories. Most of what you'll hear or read about actually happened somewhere in my life. Sometimes you'll hear about some of my experiences, my strengths, and my hope is I continue to grow as a person. You'll discover that I've made mistakes along the way, but trying one day at a time to live a better life and sharing a little of it as we go along here on Larry's Sort of Fun Stories. So thanks for joining me. Just a little note, this podcast is sponsored by CollageTravelRadio.com. Travel insights and tips are shared beside the hit music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s right up till today. Collage Travel Radio, 24-7, streaming on the internet at CollageTravelRadio.com. And also check out my blog at Larry'sSortOfFunStories.com. Since this is Larry's Sort of Fun Stories, you know, I like to share some of what happened in my life. And today, I'm going to be introducing you to one of my old friends from my younger days. Last week, we talked with Dorothea Johnson. Well, this week, we're going to hear from Jean Glover. Jean Glover wrote a book called Growing Up in a Small Town in Illinois. Now, I did this interview with Gene several years ago for a radio station called ZMAX Radio. So let's join the interview in progress. The phone right now is Gene Glover, who is an author who has written a funny little book called Growing Up in a Small Town in Illinois. Now, this is Gene Glover, and Gene and I have a lot in common because we're both, Gene wrote the book, and I'm in the book. So what's that small town in Illinois that you grew up in? Well, that that town is called Chillicothe. Chillicothe, Illinois, is a small town in the midwestern part of the state. Now, when I, when I ever mention the word Chillicothe, I always hear, is that in Ohio? But it's in Illinois, isn't it? Well, there are five Chillicothe's in the United States, and I always hear the one about Ohio as well. But <laughs> this one's in Illinois. So why did you write this book, Gene? Well, I had this idea. Uh, a couple years ago, to write my autobiography. Yeah. And as I was doing it, it I found that it was going nowhere. So I thought, I need to make a change. All books have a beginning, uh, action in the middle, and an ending, and mine had no ending. Hmm. So I thought, I'm going to wrap things up by making an ending and stop after high school graduation and only focus on the years that I grew up. Mm-hmm. And that's where I got the idea to go with growing up in a small town in Illinois. Well, that's kind of why we're on uh, doing this interview. And I thought maybe you could share a story or two uh, from your book that really uh, tugged at my heartstring because you were growing up in a small town Midwest. And what kind of a house did you live in? Well, the first house that I lived in was a garage. And wait a minute, you lived in a garage? My father built a garage in 11 days. Oh my goodness. And my two brothers and I and my mother and father moved in because he was being transferred to a town called Chillicothe. And we lived in that garage for three years while he built the, we called it a dream home, Uh on the larger portion of the property toward the front of the street. And and. And how old were you when you moved into to the garage? There were three kids and a mom and a dad, and you lived in the garage. Right. And I was two. Did you have a five. bathroom in there? I'm sorry. What? Did you have a bathroom? 
We did have a bathroom, but we didn't have a tub and we didn't have a shower. We had a big old wash basin that was outside the house, and we'd fill it up with water and take a bath. Oh, my goodness. Now, if people would do that today, they'd think you're in poverty. Well, I thought we were. were. You, You thought you were? I asked my mother years later, and she said, we had fun. We felt like we were pioneers. I can imagine. I can imagine. So your dad actually built the entire house? Yes, he did. He did it all by himself. Without without all those city inspectors coming in and checking everything every five minutes? Well, he did have the uh, bank officials checking on him on a regular basis because they were the ones that loaned him the money. Well, of course. Now, and his comment was, I will build this house. Now, and he did. Now, what kind of, how did they, how did you start the house? The structure of it? You, you moved in part, well, before it was completed, right? No. No? We lived in the garage. Right. Which was detached in the back of the property. Yeah. And we did not move into the, uh, I thought you the moved dream in- home until it was actually finished three years later. Oh, I thought you moved into the basement. No, we did not. The basement was built, but we didn't move in. It was still a dirt floor. Oh. And oh. we waited until the uh, actual first floor was finished, and uh, we did not live in the basement. <laughs> All right. So th- <laughs> this was in 1950, what, three? No, this was uh, in 1950 when he finished the, uh, the main house, and that's when we moved in. Wow. And that's where my mother lived until she passed away. In the late 90s. Oh, my goodness. That's 40-some years. Yeah, she was there for quite a few years. Wow. Boy, if we'd all lived, if we'd all just stay where we were, we'd be a much better generation, I think. Well, one thing that I did think about this book was I certainly didn't have any uh, uh, traumatic stories to talk about, like from rags to riches. I was just a regular, normal, average kid growing up in the 40s, 50s, and early 60s, and Midwestern Illinois, and uh, uh, I think that people maybe in our age group uh, might be able to have a lot of fun reading the book because it does bring back some memories of the same things they went through no matter where they grew up. Now, I want to interject here that Jean's mother was actually my fourth grade teacher. It seems that there were three new fourth grade teachers the year we were going into fourth grade. My mother started teaching again that year. Now, my mother had taught in a one-room schoolhouse before she got married, but she had to quit teaching back in those days because she got married. Well, another friend, Bob, his mother started teaching also. And so all three teachers were teaching fourth grade and all three sons, well, four sons because Gene had a brother, all four sons had to be in different fourth grade rooms. So the school system had to make sure that our mothers were not teaching us. So I got Gene's mother for my fourth grade teacher. So not only did I know Gene and his brother, but I also knew his mother, who was the real pioneer, my fourth grade teacher. With us on the phone is Gene Glover, the author of a book called Growing Up in a Small Town in Illinois. Gene, how can we get a hold of this book? The easiest way is to log on to Amazon.com. It is on sale through Amazon and, and will be through a couple of other book chains, but right now it's only on Amazon. And certainly if you're from the Midwest, you certainly can pick out a story or two in here that you would be able to relate to, I'm sure. 
Uh, Gene, we talked a little bit about your growing up in the early 50s um, when you had first moved into that small town in Illinois and you lived in a garage for three years. Incredible. Is that like the little house on the prairie? What was also unique, as I look back now, is that I think I was sheltered to a certain extent Mm-hmm. And pretty naive about national issues as yeah. well as international issues. Yeah. And I'm not sure if uh, a lot of people felt feel the same way I did with that, who grew up in the 50s, but uh, I wasn't really aware of a lot of these things that were going on until later in life after I got into maybe the last couple of years of high school, even in the first couple of years of college. I, I, I can concur. Now, probably with my little background in broadcasting, I would, might have been a little more aware of things that were happening around us. But certainly through high school, even for myself, I wasn't that aware. Listen, Gene, you uh, had a fantastic career when you were in high school. And um, you weren't much of an athlete, I understand. Is that correct? No, I, uh, I think I was just an average type of a person who uh, loved sports but was never good enough to be on that starting team. And so what did mom and dad choose? Now, you had a twin brother, is that correct? Yes, I did. And, of course, you're both the same age. Right. So, so what did mom and dad decide for you to do? Well, first of all, they came to the conclusion that they were worried about us. No, oh, really? We had an older brother who was uh, a tough act to follow. Oh, yeah? He was the starter... Um, starting catcher on the baseball team, starting forward on the basketball team, and starting center on the football team. So he was a tough act to follow, and I think my parents were worried that uh, my twin brother and I might just not uh, measure up and get uh, a little bit discouraged with school, so they wanted us to do something. Hmm. And uh, what your question is, it leads me to tell you that uh, they came up with the idea of cap dancing. Now, that is something I do not remember. Were you guys hiding that? Well, we didn't broadcast it, that's for sure. (laughs) Now, you know, I was uh, like, let's see, uh, 10 years ahead of you because I was tap dancing in the early 50s. I was not aware of that either. Yeah, from the same instructor. No kidding. Yeah, we had a lot in common there. (laughs) <laughs> so now it's too bad your brother's gone because you guys could be on uh, America's Got Talent now, you know? Well, that's what I looked at uh, when I or thought of, rather, when I was writing the book. And I thought if we would have kept up with our tap dancing, maybe we could have been on Dancing with the Stars. Right, or Arthur Godfrey's talent, talent <laughs> show or something like that. Well, Gene, it's been fantastic reminiscing down old memory lane. I hope people are able to hear this and uh, maybe want to get a copy of it. So, Well, I hope they do. I think they'll get a kick out of it. It'll be worth their investment. And uh, once again, if they want to get it, it is on Amazon.com. Okay. And I certainly uh, enjoyed talking with you and kind of reminiscing myself. And it's called Growing Up in a Small Town in Illinois, author Gene Glover. Gene, thanks for being with us here on ZMAX. We'll talk to you again. You see, there are many parts of our lives that maybe we have in common. I'd love to hear from you. The best way to do that is through my website at larrysortoffunstories.com. That's larrysortoffunstories.com. Drop me a line or share a story, and maybe you too will be here on the podcast. 
And if you want your travel dreams to come true, check out Z. Michelson Travel and let her know what you want to do. That's zmichelsontravel.com. And check out her podcast as well called Z. Michelson Travel. Thanks for listening. And until next week, I'm Larry, always looking for a sort of fun story to share with you.